Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Jason from the Student Experience. Thank you for being here with us once again. Here we are, as usual, in the Richter studio in beautiful downtown Tallinn. Now, we have a very special guest, as usual. Jason, do you want to introduce it? No, I actually have a riddle for you first. You have a riddle first? Yes. Okay. What does Jennifer Lawrence, a young boy, in a rooftop have in common? I have no idea. Our guest for the show today. Welcome, Noep. Hello. <laughs> Hola. He, he was a little worried because like, oh, I don't speak English. I'm like, bullshit. I actually know who you are and know you speak English very well. So welcome. Bienvenido. Ah, gracias, señor. Oh. Do you speak Spanish? No, un poquito. Va? Uh, you get, I, okay, I get, the, I get the roof thing, but you got to explain the other. The they're, all, the they're all song titles from our guest. Oh, 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 oh okay. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't listen to country no, music. No, actually, more boy, it was more about... I, yeah. I don't listen, I, I'm sorry, I don't listen to country music. So, I have no idea. That's my genre, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Now, I'm not going to mention your, your official name, but I actually know you, your name as well. I uh, just wanted to thank you for being here. We really enjoy having people like yourself, mainly because you're not only very talented, but you're also Estonian, just in case you didn't know. Mm. So it's good to have an Estonian person at mm -hmm. the Estonian experience. Yes, it is, because we've only had, I think, what, two of them so far. Yeah. That was, that was mm. a few months ago. No, I think more than two. Yeah, three. It's been crazy with a lot yeah. of foreigners. I know. What do you think about all these foreigners attacking Estonia now, being here, taking all your jobs and your women? Mm. Well, <laughs> somebody has to take this no, um. Jason you're the reason we need a wall <laughs> you know I, I grew up in New York and I, people think I'm a Mexican so that's I'm used to this question all the time that's what, that's what I'm <laughs> so are you here taking our jobs and our women uh, no <laughs> <laughs> I love it I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm not yet ready for those these kind of questions <laughs> uh, you got, where, where you gotta be quick on your feet you know uh, I was just uh, out there riding uh, an, like an electrical bike which ran empty of the battery oh, oh and it's like really low bike so I was like pedaling super hard to get it back home uh, so I'm not yeah just uh, getting in the zone here so we still have ice all over the roads and you're that guy riding a bike everywhere so you're that making weirdo. traffic difficult <laughs> and uh, dangerous no it was my first time uh, and oh. I don't even have an electrical bike, uh, it was my friend's, so oh, okay. <laughs> blame it on that guy. So you had to go back home, leave your bike and then take a taxi to come here? No, I went, I went to my friend's place and took a taxi from there, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. so for people who are listening who don't know anything about you, why don't you describe yourself uh, how, however you would like to, what's your real name? Uh, for example, your social security number, uh, bank account number, I already yeah. know that. all the usual stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, my bank card number is <laughs> 5167. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm, my name is Andres. Um, I'm born and raised here in Tallinn uh, and uh, extremely worried about you guys taking all my <laughs> jobs and women, yeah, yeah. obviously. Uh, that's why I'm here to kind of, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Um, mostly I, I, I do music. Uh, most of my time goes. Uh, yeah, how, how would you describe your genre of music? Uh, electronic pop, I'd say. Indie electronic pop depends. I think right now uh, I'm, I'm not that into, or like my, that music that I do is not the most popular genre, probably. So uh, indie is probably uh, you know uh, appropriate. I have, think have you ever thought of maybe mixing a little country into that? 
<laughs> well, you, if, you, if, if, if you take the guitar, uh, how do you say the uh, strumming pattern mm. of Young Boy, uh-huh. one, of, one of my singles from two years ago, then this definitely has some uh, country uh, elements. Actually, it's a good song, one of my favorite, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, he's being a little modest. We have here in front of us the winner of Estonian Music Award of Best Male Artist. Of mm-hmm. the artist of the year, am I correct? Yeah. Uh, best new album or best album of the year. Yeah. Uh, new, uh, what was it again? Uh, pop music. I mean, he's, this guy took all the awards. So he's being extremely modest here. I know. He's being a very typical Estonian man. Like you can say, like, oh, I've done this. This guy has done this and that. And the other guy Come says, on, man. it's normal. I you do know, like to joke about it. Like a joke uh, about <laughs> the awards for sure. Uh, I don't know if on, on my Instagram, I did a, I did a sketch for uh, for the uh, concert that I'm doing on 21st of April. Uh, and and, and uh, regarding that, I did a joke about having all those awards. Uh, also, I'm very serious about them how, yeah, how do you, because I, 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 probably that means I'm a genius. I was gonna say, how do you feel about it? So because yeah. you know you probably I go a to bed. I'm like I'm, I'm just uh, I'm just like uh, Snoop Dogg said. I want to thank myself uh, for for achieving all those uh, awards and recognition. Prime uh, example of Estonian hubris, right here. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, one of the things that I love about you the most is, is the sketches that you do. You have done a couple of things for cool. different awards or whatever. And I'm, you know, every time I see it, I'm like, this guy's in the wrong profession. He should be a freaking comedian or uh-huh. an artist or an actor or something. Uh, thank you. Uh, but <laughs> I'm probably, serious. Have probably, you seen probably, probably my talent is limited to all those sketches that I do. Uh, I probably it's my comfort zone, maybe, or I don't know. I don't know. Probably, you, if you, I would have to be an actor, I'll probably fail. Let me tell you, sure. you are damn good. I mean, I show every time you know, because I'm a big fan, of course, and I show it to my wife, and my wife's like, "Look at this guy." She's like, I didn't know he was that fa- like that funny or whatever. Mm. I'm like, you know, somehow Estonian people don't expect, especially males, to be funny. Somehow, mm-hmm. so I mean, that's why Stuart's brilliant in this country because you know, nobody else is funny. Is that correct, mm. Stuart? I have no comment on that right now. Uh, unlike some people in the room right now, I am not proud of myself. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I, I have a funny story for you. I'll remind you of this. Um, about, I, I think it was maybe five years ago, four years ago, I was hosting a, a corporate Christmas party at the House of the Blackheads in Tallinn's Old Town. Yep. And you were the musical guest. You mean the yeah. African American heads? Dude, no. It's called the House of the Blackheads. Yeah. Uh, and you and I were in the green room, and we actually had about a half-hour conversation uh, between your sets. I think you did two sets. Yeah. And then last summer in 2021, we ran into each other at another place, and I said, "Hey, would you like to be on our podcast? Do you remember me?" And you're just like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> this was before or after the awards? Uh, <laughs> before, during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> so now you got a new album coming out. Is that correct? Or did it already come out? Uh, this is the it, first time you have an album, correct? Yeah, yeah. Just to come back to the uh, previous subject, then yeah, yeah. sometimes uh, if if uh, I meet people at events, uh, then there are very very uh, big amount of people, and sometimes I do uh, forget faces. Oh yeah, that's natural. I mean, I'm trying to forget Stuart every day, so I know the feelings. So I understand. No yeah. I understand. But you'll never forget this voice. <sighs> yes, uh, I did release an <laughs> al- album, uh, "No Man Is an Island," uh, uh, nearly. I th- I think three months ago uh, in November. So yeah, 
and you're starting to. It's already you know, old. It, it, <coughs> I know it's it's not that old for the art team. So um, you're starting like a, a concert. You say you're having a concert on the 21st of April. Yeah, 21st of April. Let's talk about April. that too. I mean, yeah. I like to know. Uh, we're getting free tickets first of all. That's the main thing. Uh, hopefully, if I rem- <laughs> if I remember. I need four. My, my brain. With my brain, you never know. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, since uh, in November the COVID situation was pretty uh, difficult in Estonia, so we decided we'll, we'll not throw uh, uh, like a. Um, how do you say the release release concert for mm-hmm. the album so we are doing it on the 21st of April in Alexela and hopefully the situation is lighter then regarding yeah. COVID and everything and that's going on <laughs> And hopefully it will happen. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be more like uh, more acoustic or m- more kind of, I'd say musical. It's, uh, a, it's a different you. Know, it, it's a, it's a different approach. Yeah, Definitely. I'm gonna have a string quartet and uh, and. Uh, um, and several other guests. You've been releasing music for many years, and it's only been like singles, you know, mostly that's yeah. from my understanding. Yeah. Uh, what what brought you into like mind that you wanted to do this right away? You want to say, okay, now it's time for me to have an album, a whole album, which of course is a lot of work and and and, and hard to accept for a lot of people, especially nowadays. Yeah, uh, yeah, it kind of. I, I was in a at a point where uh, uh, I wasn't kind of. Mm, kind of uh, forced. I can't find the th- find the right word, but I was in a situation where I was kind of free to do whatever I want. Freedom is the word, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I felt like mm, maybe the pop dance kind of genre that I was uh, going for with "fuck this up" and "on my way," I felt maybe this is not the music that I want to do. So I kind of uh, went in my studio for several months and I was trying to find, as musicians say, the sound. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it, sound. it sounds like you, uh, you're describing going through phases of music, like the type of stuff for that you sure. want to do. Yeah, yeah what, totally. Uh, right many, now, it's a totally different. How many phases do you think you've had? Oh, it's hard to say. And you have uh, names for them, even. Sorry. Yeah, well, I think the first uh, phase was the phase of uh, my first single, Move, because after I released my first single, it really took off. Uh, it was in like Spotify top charts of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's hard to beat that, uh, and I didn't even realize what was going on back, you back have, in the I think, day. So. Four, is it 40 or 400 million uh, stream, no, no. Uh, stream uh, not on that ah. specific, but in total, in uh, Spotify alone? Probably. I think it's 40 million streams uh, from his music. That's not bad. Yeah. Almost as yeah, much it's as not, us. It's you, not, you, it's, could, you can it's get not. it better, I think, with the next one. Uh, after, <laughs> this, after this show, I think you'll be the, yeah. you'll do better for sure. Uh, <laughs> it kind of varies. Sometimes I feel like I could do some some tracks. I feel like "fuck this up" could be a lot bigger uh, or move. Uh, some other days, I'm like very grateful for the numbers or the streams that I have. So it's like a balance for. I think in all of the life, you know, you gotta be appreciate what you have Indeed. achieved, where you are, uh, and the other side is to kind of you know set goals. And uh, go after the next, next steps. But uh, yeah. Do you? I was gonna say, do you like travel a lot with your music now, especially nowadays that people are getting to know more and more about you as, a, as an artist, or, or because a lot of the artists that we talk to, especially yeah. myself, yeah. kind of focus in Estonia and mainly just like Central Europe or even you know bigger countries in Europe. But uh, I mean, no, I know you've been to the U.S. as well, and you've done several different things in your in your career. So, mm-hmm. uh, how do you feel more? Do you feel more rewarded as an artist when people get to know you uh, in other places? 
mm-hmm. as an artist, or or you just like okay, I'm happy that everybody's liking my music anywhere. Of course, it's really cool to have some appreciation for your tracks outside Estonia. Uh, it really, it, you know, I don't uh, take it for granted that my music is listened to in Estonia. But you know, if you you have a track in Italy or Germany that's doing really well, then you know, it really uh, uh, it's a good it's a good feeling. But regarding live shows, I think like before doing like massive amount of live shows outside, I think. Um, our approach is to create the need before and then go uh, satisfy that need uh, with our music, not the other way around, because mm-hmm. I think the other way around is very tiresome and expensive and maybe I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> to go how old, how old are you, if I can ask? Uh, 30, 31 right now. 31, that's all. Right now, that's yeah. all. Okay. Yeah, but that's I'm. All, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> getting getting uh, 32 soon, very soon. Oh, shit. Happy early birthday then. But, yeah. But, yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, but uh, I do travel uh, a bit, but I, what I do like about the uh, situation that has been going on for the past two years is like, like there are a lot of pointless flying I think for writing music or doing those little little shows sometimes it's really cool but mm-hmm. uh, I think two th- three years ago it was so kind of common for me to fly I don't know once or at least twice uh, a month to s- someplace I just I just got back uh, from Latin America where I spent six, six weeks away and uh, I, I have you on my playlist uh, on, uh, on Spotify yeah and I shared it with some of my friends from back at school and back in the day and and they were asking several questions but one of them was the most interesting for me was it sounds great but does he sing in Spanish and that was like really surprised because I, even though they speak English yeah people nowadays kind of expect especially European uh, artists to be multilingual when they have record albums uh, and yeah. I hear you speaking Spanish so like is it something you want to consider someday to have at least one one uh, song in Spanish well at least put some Spanish you can ask me for a collaboration, no problem. So, <laughs> but I was surprised about the question. Though. Yeah, because uh, I never expected people uh, actually yeah. asking me like, "Oh, he's in Spanish." I'm like, "Why would he sing in Spanish? He's Estonian." So, I have uh, considered speaking or like singing in some other languages, or t- kind of try and fake it uh, that I speak. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I, I I don't speak Spanish. I I have. Um, I have uh, been in contact with Spanish uh, when I lived in Barcelona for for a year, and now I'm I'm using this Speakly app uh, mm-hmm. to just you know, remind myself some of the Spanish because yeah, like it was una like, cerveza and dos cervezas, uh, dos, dos cervezas <laughs> con sal y limón, por favor. But uh, uh, no. Uh, pero you heard that right away. Yeah. Switch to Spanish. Pero. Uh, pero, pero, pero. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think it, it, it is an option. Uh, I wouldn't say that I will never speak, uh, sing in Spanish. Huh? Uh, it's it's an interesting idea. Uh, I, I think you might enjoy the experience because as a as a stand-up comedian, I have done. Um, I usually perform in Estonian uh, or English, one of those two. Yeah, I've done a few jokes in French outside of Estonia. Yeah, uh, a couple times, but they're the same jokes. It's just it's kind of weird to uh, listen to it later and hear the same material, the same joke and idea and punchline in a different language. Mm-hmm. I think you might actually really get a kick out of it. Just uh, if something new to try. You're welcome. We, we, we were thinking about when uh, Fuck This Up was uh, doing uh, great in uh, Italy. And actually, Italian radios, they did a version of Fuck This Up you in it- Italian. 
uh, it was like I was like why didn't we do a version like my part as well but do you actually have do you actually have the lyric fuck this up in the song or is it only the title no 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 in Italian you mean no 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 in the original yeah yeah I mean it says fuck this up right yeah my track is fuck this up yeah so what you could do you know I don't I don't want to talk about what's going on in the world right now but there seems to be an international problem with a neighbor near here I was thinking instead of fuck this up you could call it Russian warship go fuck yourself sample that in there I'm totally kidding don't do that that's horrible advice let's get <laughs> never, back to the Spanish it. version better I think uh, yeah. <laughs> but with the, with the Spanish before we started recording you you asked uh, or uh, you were saying a word and I was doing the uh, th- the uh, right an- anuncio I- or whatever and when I was doing the sketch and we talked about the sketch sketches really briefly uh, for the world cleanup day that I've been yeah. part of for a few years I, uh, Tarantino sketch, yeah, was it? Tarantino uh, one no, or? I think the year before uh, I did a uh, yeah, yeah. Did, like the Narcos yeah, yeah, narco kind of yeah. Pablo Pablo Escobar uh, uh, vibe, and the kind of concept was that I was speaking in uh, Spanish, and uh, with me I had uh, Nublo and Crystal Island. There was like, why is this? guy like speaking in Spanish <laughs> doesn't make any sense uh, and and when I was uh, doing the uh, text then uh, I know that uh, Pablo in in uh, in Colombia they don't have the uh, Barf- don't, Barcelona don't. and it's more like an European yeah, or yeah. Uh, some uh, other uh, other uh, uh, places use that so well, in this in, in Spain yeah, yeah in, in in so in in the sketch uh, I accidentally used both it was like do not tengo un anuncio but I, I think this is what made it brilliant that's yeah. the thing because yeah. obviously it's a joke obviously it's you know a, a mockery or what well, you know what the whole thing was so I, I was laughing my ass off mainly yeah. because the accident was wrong in certain places but that yeah. made it even better so I don't, don't feel bad. That's what I'm trying to say because I had this conversation with Uku Subiste once. Uh, we talked about this and, and don't ask me how we started talking about the Spanish music. And I said, you know, you guys, you know, great that you speak English and you can sing in English, but you've forgotten a lot of this majority of, uh, of the world where, you know, Spanish market is so fucking strong. And, you know, you know they most of them speak English, but they, you can usually have the same version of or half and half, which is very, very typical to do half in English and half in Spanish. So yeah, something to consider. Well, one of the tracks that has done the best, uh, uh, for example, in uh, Mexico, uh, has been Rooftop. Yeah. I think most of the streams for Rooftop come from uh, Mexico. So that would be the place to start from. Del Techo. Uh, I think I think there was there was a football football player who who, who was yeah, I don't re- even remember who added uh, it to his playlist like a really really like number one uh, football player. I'm not good with football, so I don't remember the name. But he's also like a audio file and has playlists and stuff. So that was I think what started the. Uh, you have to remember that Latin American people we don't listen to the to music in our earphones. You know, it's customary for us to put a fucking big ass speaker facing your neighbor's yard and put it as loud as possible. So mm. when when I'm telling you I was listening to your music in Costa Rica, the whole fucking neighborhood was listening to your music in Costa Rica. So that's something that you want to consider because, you know, the way I always tell people is like, you know, artists don't really know the, the culture aspect of music because people feel connected, of course, to, to, to certain music for whatever reason. But uh, this, time, this time around, you know, when it comes to Latin American culture, it really is in our veins. So yes, music, the, the sound sounds great. It may connect us to us, but if you have something in Spanish that can actually, you know, eh, I would say, strengthen this connection will be a lot better. So 
Yeah. We're gonna top. We're gonna double those numbers of streamings in, in español. Español. Sí. Sí, well, claro. speak, speaking of rooftop, I was actually at your uh, Lina Heil concert. Okay. You know the one I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I didn't know you were going to be playing, though. Okay. And so my daughter and I went to watch the drone show. Yeah. Uh, when was that anyway? I can't even remember. It was for uh, maybe October. October. Uh, the fall for sure, yeah. Yeah, there was yeah. Some, some event. I don't remember mm -hmm. what was supposed to happen for. Uh, so I went with my daughter and we went to the far side right by the sea. And we're sitting on a wall. We got there half an hour early for the crowds. And then whatever time it was supposed to start, I think eight o'clock or nine o'clock or something, that time came and the show didn't start. It kept on not starting, kept on not starting. And we just heard silence and people standing around. Then we found out that you were actually playing a concert on the other side and then the drone show is going to start. Okay. We didn't even know there's going to be a concert. And <laughs> we're like, we wanted to go because we were starting to get cold outside and stuff like that. We waited about 45 minutes. My daughter tries to look up what's going on and she sees that you're playing and she actually said, oh, fucking no up. Oh. And then she covered her mouth. She covered her mouth. And so we actually started leaving. And as we were leaving, that's when we saw people climbing through the fences going onto the rooftop, yeah. which almost collapsed under them. Yeah. Uh, and then as we were walking by, then you, I think you were finishing your show. It will be okay. under the rooftop, yeah. Oh, that, I mean, um, in the roof. Yeah, under there, yeah. It's, um, it's, a, it's a blessing that nothing happened. Yes. Uh, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe it wasn't that close a call either. Don't know. But uh, yeah, it was definitely uh, a luck. Well, I'm uh, glad that we can yeah. laugh about it and yes. no, no, no otherwise. Yeah, me too. Because I'll, I was about to get to the tracks where I was about to like, say, everybody jump. jump. Everybody, everybody jump. jump. Fuck, can you yeah. imagine that? I, I remember seeing like literally like uh, for some reason people just lifted up these these fences that have little concrete blocks at the bottom yeah. of holes, you know. They just lifted it up, uh, put it down very, very carefully. And then people just started storming up the side of the building. Yeah, right there was, we were walking there was, by. There yeah. was so many people. I think it was um, thousands, thousands of people storming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we actually no took bueno. a much longer route to get back to yeah, the car, yeah, yeah. just because we COVID. You know, we didn't want to go through people. Yeah. No bueno, no bueno. So, yeah. I want to talk about your name. Where yeah. did that come from? I mean, what does the fucking mean? Because I'm trying to figure out. When I first heard your name a few years back, I was like, like button. Is that what it means? Like you know, and I'm Andres. like. No, no, no! <laughs> Your artist name. <laughs> what? Where did that came from? Speaking of Andres. Andres. When I lived in Barcelona, and then I introduced myself at first. Like, Andres. Uh, like, hey, my name is Andres. Como? Andres. Que? Andres. Ah, sí, sí, Andres. Como Iniesta. Sí, sí, sí. Exactly. So after the week, I was like, me llamo Andres. Andres. But no app. Yeah, it uh, derives from the word button. Uh, because I was um, on a set uh, before uh, I started doing music full time, I was more focusing on the directing uh, career. I was like doing directing with my friend, and we were shooting a you TV mean, series. Movies, oh, TV. movies. Okay. yeah, mm -hmm. TV series. We did mm. one movie, Bad Hair Friday, like now oh, ten years really? ago. Really? That's that was you were directing of that? Yeah. Uh, I love this one. And uh, and then we did a lot of commercials and uh, and and then then the TV TV series a few, and I was on a set on one of those and uh, I just had broken up with my band the day before, uh, so uh, there was a last day to uh, uh, apply for Estilau. Mm -hmm. So I was on a set. And I was like, yeah, I need a name. I need it quick, so my brother could take the envelope and take it to the. Uh, um, I don't know the the place, and so uh, we were in Teleskivi. I was like, okay, everything here has practical names. We need something like practical, something, quick something, and catchy. something, yeah. So it kind of 
just came. Uh, it comes from the word nöp, nope. but that just look, looks ugly. So I kind of redesigned it. I was in in a um, <laughs> SUV uh, of my uh, DOP. SUV <laughs> of my DOP. Yeah, bra. And remember, like on the on the envelope, I was just sketching the uh, versions of different names. So no app, just kind of looked the nope. best. Yeah, nope. that's that's how shallow that's I am. How Everything I, that's how I called you on the first time. So I'm, like, I'm like, I'm nope. I'm like, my brother's like, what the fuck? Nope. No way. Andres. Andres. <laughs> of course. Yeah, when I was at this uh, this Christmas party we talked about earlier, where you were the musical guest and yeah. I was the host, um, somebody asked me, like, so who's the musical guest tonight? And I typed your name and autocorrect changed it to nope. Mm. Uh-huh. And they're like, uh, you know, oh, you don't have one? And I'm like, no, 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 no. The guy, it's nope. <laughs> but then it changed again. And like, it was, it was just ridiculous who's on first, what's on second kind of situation. Like, autocorrect, just nope. Who's the musical guest? Nope. Like, stop asking me. <laughs> but uh, so we, we talked about going through phases a little bit earlier. Yeah. Uh, as, as a comedian, I have listened to older shows like from five years ago. And sometimes people have asked me like, are you going to do this joke tonight or something? Mm. Which is, it's like a big no-no for a comedian to, for somebody to hear the same joke twice, mm. uh, even though it's at a different uh, uh, performance. Yeah. Whereas for a musician, yeah. they want to hear the same joke or the same song. I mean, sorry. Uh, that I, I feel very jealous of musicians because we constantly have to come up with new stuff every month and it gets really annoying. Anyhow, some of the more popular jokes that I've done, I have changed them over the years. Yeah. Now, you as a musician, have you ever thought about listening to some of your older material and revisiting it, doing like a modern mix or some new style that you've... Uh, have you done yeah. this actually? Yeah, 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 for okay. sure, uh, several times. Uh, and I do a lot of remixes. For example, Rooftop is a mm. mix of original and remix that is not released actually, so people can only listen to it. Uh, and my live shows and Golden, for example, which is also an old track from six years ago. Um, I haven't played the original since three, four years at least. And uh, we fucked this up. I often played the Benny Benassi remix or an acoustic mm-hmm. uh, hybrid. So I play around with this a lot. Uh, I should do it actually more to keep in things interesting for myself as well. Because whenever we have like a new track uh, in our set or or um, like a new remix or new approach, then this gives to yourself a lot more as well. Do you find it annoying new. when people request songs that you have already played on the show? For example, like I want to hear Rooftop again, you know. Do you find that annoying as an artist? No, I mean, if the concert is over and they want it as an encore, then for sure. Yeah, let's do it like uh, another set of Young Boy or... I ask you because I was in a concert once uh, where you were actually the main star and... uh, for Pi Drive a couple of years back, where, where he was actually the main star. Yeah, because there was no, there was there was many many different performers. So yeah, I think you were the main star. So because cool. I saw everybody jumping like you said up and down. So um, and um, what I was gonna say is that it, people requested the same song like several times, mm. and I saw your face and you were like trying to please the crowd, which was great. Mm-hmm. But I was wondering right now as I look back, I'm like, I wonder if he was annoying about people asking the same fucking song again. So that that totally. Depends. I mean, uh, also like how they ask for it. If it's oh, like yeah, a, yeah, if yeah, it's yeah, like a positive, man, we gotta yeah, yeah, really yeah. Like, like play rooftop again. Or that would be like weird. Yeah, but usually, no. I, I don't mind at all. If, <laughs> Yo, if play it again. <laughs> of course, if if, we, if we've already played that twice or whatever, we ain't gonna play it yeah, <laughs> third time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I I really like uh, revisiting the tracks, the older tracks, and uh, sometimes I even you know don't play a track 
uh, for, I don't know, two, three years. And I'm like, ah, cold medicine. We haven't performed that for ages. Let's, <laughs> let's go Let's go with this one today. So yeah. it's, yeah, uh, I like to mix it up. I'm going to ask you a question that I asked uh, several other guests in the past, and it's something that I'm always curious about, especially yeah. an artist like yourself. Um, we mentioned... Uh, Previous your previous life, you were Andres, the movie director or whatever, you know. And now yeah. you're Noep. Yeah. Which one of your versions you like the best? Which one are you having the most fun? Did you miss something from the previous life, or you obviously, you know, uh, from all the rewards you have, you know, getting right now, you feel better now, or is it an yeah. improvement? I mean, how do you feel about all these changes of life and careers? Well, in the period when I was doing both. Like as a, I was both a director and a musician, and whenever I had to give interviews about being a musician, I was like, no stress, just talk how it is. But then whenever I was you know, in an interview as a director, I felt like yeah. super nervous. I was like, maybe I was kind of uh, um, not faking it, but I didn't feel that confident being a director, probably. And now as a musician, I, I feel, or a producer, mostly as an artist, even. Right. I'm, I'm not a singer. I'm not a full-blown producer. That's why I'm calling you an artist. I, 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 as an artist, I think uh, I, I feel confident. But that yeah. is you singing on your tracks, right? Yes. Most, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask about the technical aspect of, of your music. Uh, so, I've I, I have a, I used to know the members of a French band called No Jazz. I don't know if you know them. So they have like a lot of electronic, but they also have uh, like brass instruments and a saxophone. And they used to have a DJ who would like actually scratch, you know, the the record. Okay. And he's really, really amazing. He's the only type of uh, that type of musician I've ever met. Okay. Uh, except for you, how yeah. do you actually perform live? What? How much is sampled? How much are you? How much of it are you actually doing live? Uh, how, how does it work, basically? Start from scratch. I don't know how it works. What, what was the artist that you mentioned? No Jazz? No or? Jazz. No Jazz. Yeah, they've been to Estonia okay. uh, a few times. In okay. fact, here's a funny story. The first time that they came here, uh, after the show, a woman, just an Estonian woman, just walked onto the stage and walked right up to, I think it was the drummer. And um, that's that's how they met, and now they're married. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, yeah, I went under the stage and... No Nothing way. else happened. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> true. I, I know them because cool. I, I used to be friends uh, in university. I was friends with the DJ's uh, ex-wife. Okay. So okay. That's, how I, that's how I met them. This was a lot better right. than the story that James Wirtz told us about Tartu and the skinhead. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that was some weird shit also. So I recommend you for to you to listen to that show also. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, will. I saw, I saw the, that episode, yeah, uh, so. but I didn't listen. Uh, I, I, I did listen to the, uh, <laughs> Sorry, the, the, the um, Forte uh, episode. Miss Forte, shout out to her. Yeah. She's a lovely, lovely uh, guest, and we look look forward to having her again someday in the future. So there was actually even uh, even a uh, reason why, but uh, we can get to that uh, in a bit. Um, but the question was, what was the question? How, how do you do your work? Like, okay, how, does, it, how do you do it your has music changed. Life? It has changed quite mm -hmm. a lot because now it's uh, in a month. Uh, it'll be seven years that I've done no web mm -hmm. project. And um, at first, uh, for I think several years, three years maybe, I performed only uh, alone on stage, hitting the drum samples, playing the keyboard, and sampling vocal samples and stuff. But now, for the past uh, several years, I have performed together with a drummer and the guitarist because the tracks have been uh, more based on guitar and uh, I just 
like the energy a lot more as I'm on stage then I can mostly you know I can more focus on engaging with the audience and uh, and doing some live synth uh, stuff a bit more just not to be stuck with instead of multitasking you would just focus on your music yeah yeah. Uh, and I really enjoy that and uh, the technical aspect is I use for the last two years I use uh, Ableton Live before I was on main stage uh, the program and the setup is that I have because um, there are a lot of sounds and synth progressions and uh, aspects of recordings that we can't reproduce live. Then uh, there are some things that are on the backtrack. I got several layers of them for the sound engineer to you know match them with our live sounds, and I uh, have them like structured in a way that if I want to. I keep the track going, then I can do that, then I can uh, make the tracks go s- seamlessly into each other if I want. And it's it's an interesting, and I th- still feel, constantly feel that I have so much to d- develop there. Uh, but uh, yeah, like every year I kind of feel I need to get ready for the new season. It's interesting that you say you want to develop more. Uh, where do you want, What is your goal as an artist? Where do you want to reach or which level of... Uh, I would say artistry. Artistry. <laughs> Will you want to have? You know, is it a, a number of audience? Is it a number of albums or, or singles? Is it a, a, um, a level of perhaps somebody that you look up to? Mm-hmm. That changes a lot. Uh, I definitely uh, kind of dropped the chase for numbers in a way, because even because if you're focused, I have done it a lot. Like. Mm-hmm. And I probably still am. Of course, I care. Mm-hmm. If of I course. released, for example, we had high hope f- for kids. It's doing well. I think it's maybe um, I don't know six hundred thousand streams or whatever. But it kind of, I feel that it has more potential. There's gonna be a remix of kids soon. Uh, but now I think my main focus is to kind of um, to to. Uh, create music that would inspire myself or like that I feel that I put something to the table that maybe somebody else isn't doing or kind of I'm trying to find my strengths as well and with the album I focused a lot on my vocal and on the piano what do you what do you mean you're trying to find your strength though like something that uh, you would enjoy doing does that mean that you are uh, trying to expose your personality through your music for example after releasing <coughs> fuck this up uh, which did uh, really well in Italy and we felt like okay we should chase that golden goose uh, and uh, but what they expected us of us or like the label uh, was like very like dance pop kind of approach and I was like trying to come up with a few tracks that would kind of suit their vision of uh, what they're after mm-hmm. and I felt like this is not what I'm after like this uh, straight up they remove uh, they remove the feeling that you actually have when you are creating something because you're being forced to do so to yeah so. I was like yeah going after something that maybe wasn't back in the day what I wanted to do and I've done that quite a lot as well and that's why I was for maybe a period of time I didn't release music for a year or uh, so on. So with this, uh, before writing this album No Man Is An Island, I was kind of, I felt I want to stay away from the dance music 
uh, genre, and so that's why a lot of the tracks on the album are completely different. Yeah. Are, are, are acoustic, or even if they are four by four, like it's yeah. not like dancey. It's I, I did still notice a certain of, element of influence of a uh, country. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I get what you like country. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hate country. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, but but uh, but now, for example, um, uh, before what's going on right now, I w- was quite in a good flow of creating new music. Uh, I think in ten days, I created eight tracks. Wow. Uh, and uh, kind of back in the like very easygoing funk dance kind of vibe and uh, actually one of the tracks um, I um, I sampled yeah, your uh, podcast oh wow, <laughs> wow. That's I, haven't, amazing. I haven't I haven't I haven't finished the track it's like very 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 rough Wow. That's why I <laughs> listen cool. listen to the cool, uh, Forte, Forte. I'm not doing a fist pump, dude. I, I do it on purpose. I was doing the Forte uh, episode. Episode, and uh, I don't have the concept. Like, uh, it's, it's I can not, get you the I can get you the actual tracks. Yeah, yeah, I can play it like here. I'm just gonna play uh, like a uh, 30 second. That is fucking awesome. amazing, man! Come on, really well done. <laughs> so I still, I still have like the uh, uh, because at first I was really inspired by the uh, comment that uh, Forte, what's her first name? Solis Rose. Solis, yeah. Uh, because I read that she's from Ghana. I was like, ah, oh, maybe she has like a, because really like uh, the accent uh, that. Uh, of course. Uh, and and uh, uh, and when she talked, when you guys were talking about that, that she should take the compliment of being young, and she was like, "No, that's another compliment." I, mean, I was like, "Okay, that's interesting. That's yeah. really interesting." And I was at first going with this kind of um, uh, concept, uh, and how she. So the first draft I did was based on this concept, like how she achieved a lot uh, when she was really young. Uh, and then was this, when I feel down, I sing, I was like, ah, oh, that's the line right there. Yeah. <laughs> and then I kind of mashed up her text from, you know, and yeah. then made a made a concept of uh, when I feel down, I sing. That, that kind of, you know, kind of music or singing is something very, uh, uh, how do you say, it's, it's in our core. Or right. uh, yep. starting from cavemen, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, kind of, you know, when you feel down, you go back to your roots of being a human being. So you sing. Uh, but I still have a few words missing or something to bind bind the uh, concept together. And I, of course, yeah, I have to, you ask. have to sample my voice to fill that in. Yeah, of <laughs> <Yeah. course. laughs> there was there was there was a really good one. 
I've never done karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> I am. And I'm I was so like, <laughs> when I was when when I was young, I took up step dancing. <laughs> there was some. There was a lot of samples there. <laughs> I am so blown away that Nerf has actually had the time to listen to our episodes. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's, that's amazing. Does I this untitled track have a title yet? Or when I feel down, I sing. Right okay. now is a working title. Do you well, think you'll yeah. actually release it? Yeah, I think I have. I have with, with a similar similar kind of uh, vibe. I have a bunch of tracks. I can hook you up with Solis, so you can uh, you know get together and, and create mm-hmm. something. Yeah, you heard ask that guys for for you for of your uh, and and for her. Uh, yeah. Of course, you heard uh, the guys. Yeah. This uh, new hit coming out soon. Create it right here on the Stunning Experience. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. That's a, that's a first. <laughs> I wanted to ask you before before you actually came out with such an amazing thing. Uh, how do you get into the mood to create, or it just comes out of nowhere? It's both, I think. Sometimes, uh, it, I think, in a way, it's a numbers game, and in a way, it's not. Uh, before I did film, I did a little bit of sales, uh, and I remember I had to do the the pension fund, uh, like almost 14 years ago, and I remember uh, it was really uh, in your head that you pick up. Like pick out your potential clients. So your I'm, not, I'm not gonna go <laughs> with this one, not this one, not this one. So you really lower your chances of actually closing a sale. Actually, it's just a numbers numbers game. Whoever comes, approach that guy, that girl, and just close a deal. Uh, in a way, you can have the same mentality in uh, creative arts as well. It's like you don't feel like creating music. Okay, you can just go to the studio, start jamming around. Maybe you you get something. And in a way, it's true because in those ten days that I mentioned before, where I created eight eight or seven tracks, uh, I did reuse a lot of the ideas from maybe years ago when I went to the studio was trying to be creative but I was like okay nothing there's nothing here I'm gonna delete the project I didn't <laughs> so I, I uh, sometimes it's like the you can work nothing comes out of it and maybe later years later you're gonna use this melody and it's gonna you know mm-hmm. shine uh, uh, that's why I think it, there's no right answer uh, and uh, usually work brings some results but you may not actually perceive the results uh, at the time when you're giving that work yeah so it's something that you put into the oven that's your mind and it just yeah. have to wait for it to finish baking yeah. you, but you just don't know how long it takes yeah when I, I was watching you play the 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 track that you had sampled our podcast and i was watching you listen to it as well and i could see that you're in deep thought yes oh. really analyzing your own work and i wanted to ask how do you actually choose things to sample is it something that somebody says? Uh, is it what they say or the way that they say it, or combination? Is it something completely different? Or why do you why do you sample what you do? What he's trying to ask is: Is my accent will help you to do what I create? That's what he's saying. That, he's, yeah. he's actually. <laughs> I think it's. You should it's, sample my accent in Estonian. karaoke. Yeah. Uh, actually, the the first line w- that I kept was longer. When I feel down and I sing karaoke down at a bar, uh, it was more like a, it was a funny concept for me at first. But then I kind of took a more serious or more um, deep uh, approach. Uh, I don't have an I, I I I don't have an answer to that at all. Uh, it's, I think it's a gut feeling uh, mixed with some kind of. Uh, analyzing um, 
quality of the brain. Um, okay. it's, it's, I think, I think gut feeling it's, is the I think, best answer. Yeah, I think it's the same with melody, melodies, you know. There's yeah. never a right melody. It's a matter of taste. It's a combination of actually having um, like a good feeling or good understanding of pop melodies. Uh, have you ever um, listened to uh, AI-generated melodies? Like they, they can actually analyze uh, pop songs like the the main melody and then come up with their own. Mm. But even though technically it's pretty much exact, it does sound like something that you'd hear at Eurovision. Mm. But uh, mm-hmm. um, and they, you you still you don't hear any soul in the melody. So even though you're not listening to a person, their actual voice, mm-hmm. where you can clearly hear feeling, you can still hear feeling in a melody itself. Yeah. And that's that's proven by listen to a good melody made by AI, but it's still it's lacking something, nevertheless. So I, I think gut instinct is definitely the best answer. Yeah. Uh, we are starting to run out of time. I wanted to try something with you. <clears throat> yeah. Now, toward the beginning of this podcast, uh, I did uh, like a weird, this kind of voice. And then you, you responded <laughs> in kind. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of voice. One man. Okay, okay. So what I want to do but is about create. Me. About me. About me. Create a story where we go back and forth, one sentence, and then you have to continue my sentence or with another sentence and then. Would you see me as a topic? Okay. So, ready? Here we go, guys. Uno, dos y tres. Jason was a man from Costa Rica who came to Estonia for reasons unknown. He traveled with a light backpack with a yellow giraffe on the backpack. And there were parts of a yellow giraffe in the backpack as well. A self-contained backpack, backpack giraffe. (laughs) That's something he learned from his mother back in Costa Rica. But what he didn't know was that she had never stuck her neck out for him in any situation. (laughs) (laughs) Hence, the yellow giraffe, the symbolic long neck. And thus concludes the weirdest fucking story I've ever heard. <laughs> it was worth a try. It was worth a that try. Was weird. It's that the was first weird. time that somebody says something about me that is long. Oh, there's something for you to sample in your next track. <laughs> Listen, before the yellow giraffe back <laughs> I wanted to ask one last question, if it's okay with you guys. Yes. Um, it, have you ever created or have you done a track or a song that you uh, love so much? that you refuse to release something that you were like this is too personal for me it, it touches places <laughs> and there no you know you don't want to go back to again and you just kind of saved it on the side because you probably you said that you have some other things in the past have you ever had something that you were like okay this is way too personal if i release it people will know they be, be you know it's part of my life like a musical diary yeah something that is like you know the people that knows who you are uh, you know will say oh this is because so and so and so happened to him mm-hmm. uh well, a lot of my tracks are quite uh, personal, mixed with fantasy. So As young, like young boy is uh, very personal. Uh, yeah, it's uh, um, yeah. I mean, that's kind of based on a on a motion that we uh, or like yeah. You you haven't heard the song, have you? Which one? The young boy. Uh, I probably have. Uh, I just don't know the title. One yeah. of my favorites. That's why I asked because it's something yeah. that you know. Uh, for sure, like um, like the concepts that I sing of, I stand by for sure. Uh, and some like Speak Francais is completely kind of, uh, it's a different track. It's kind of uh, only a fruit of a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but there's nothing way. that you have created that you 
kind of don't want to release to the world. Yeah, well, uh, there are some tracks that I have written that are maybe too emotional or that just don't fit my. I, I don't, I don't want to get too full retard, uh, <laughs> r- romantic either. And that's why what I, I like about uh, album releasing an album as well because there are some tracks that I definitely will re- release as uh, as singles like Numb or Soulmate or which are like more down, more personal. Uh, but yeah, uh, so, I think most of the tracks that I haven't released uh, were just because they weren't uh, single-worthy in a way. So can we expect a new, a, the new Noep to continue like that, as free as, for example, this last album or the, the album, or or we can expect some changes in the future? I mean, you don't know that yet. I think uh, for the next album, I'm gonna still be in the uh, alternative kind of vibe, and maybe after that, I'm gonna revisit more like the pop side as well. You should take some of these things that you didn't think they were really single material and release it as a, an album called Unbesided or something, you know, to put it like the, this brilliant yeah. pun that I just made. Wonderful yeah. pun. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, can, you can have it. I don't yeah. want it. <laughs> the, thing, the thing is with the older tracks that are, let's say, finished kind of, or the mm-hmm. ideas are finished. It's like if, if it has been somewhere for five, six years, it, it doesn't maybe inspire me anymore. Even like sometimes I have tried to kind of reproduce like or do a new production on a track but if the melody or the chord progression or the concept of the track doesn't inspire me anymore then it's really difficult to actually make it happen the inspiration is like uh, the the X factor of any production I think our, our, our audio producer was trying to say something to us but I'm not sure what's going on so uh, Mike <laughs> we should wrap it up anyway though anyhow yeah. uh, Andres and thank you, thank you for uh, being Solas here. Solas is going crazy. <laughs> I guess uh, he have shared some information that you guys, you know, we are talking about her. So shout out to her again. Okay, big shout out to Solas uh, from the Estonian experience. Wait, no, who was Solas again? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Quarte, Quarte, Quarte. He's a funny guy. Yeah, you know, he's funny. funny, yeah, funny I do, funny I do the joke. I do the joke. Funny how? <laughs> funny how? <laughs> Andres, muchas gracias por estar en el show. Thank you very much for being on the show. We can't thank you enough for being here. And thank you everyone for listening once again to the Estonian Experience with Stu and Jay here in Richter Studio in Tallinn. Guys, don't forget uh, April 21st, Noepen Concert here in Tallinn, Estonia. Yes, in Axela, Alexela Concert Hall. Yes, we'll see you there. You'll hear my voice there too. Telling you to sit yes. down, shut up, and turn your phone off. Okay. That's, that's my your, announcement voice. That's your voice. Yes. Nice. Please stuff your yellow giraffe backpack under the seat. Okay, enough with the fucking giraffe. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the Sunday Studios with 2 and Jay. See you later. Gracias. <laughs>